It's time for In the Zone with T-Pain, where we look at everything the real way. Real talk, real problems, real solutions. And now, here's your host, T-Pain. And what's up, church family? I hope everyone is enjoying their weekend. It's off to a nice and breezy start here in the ATL. It's a little chilly outside, a little breezy. What you think, Doc? Yeah, it's very breezy. Very breezy, kind of chilly, you know. Getting around my neck and stuff like that causes me to, you know, get a little Well, I don't frosty. know, you know, you're the only person <laughs> yeah. I know that in 40-degree weather decides not to wear a jacket, only a scarf. Hey, it's it's a guy thing, I think. You know, it's a guy so, thing. It's a guy thing. I, mm. I'd rather, if I can, for some reason in my mind, I got this picture, if I can keep my neck cool, my whole body would stay cool. So I'm kind of like, you know, just... Just give me a scarf, but I know where to pull out a jacket. I just didn't feel like it was time for, for that. But in your mind, yeah, in my mind, kind of got me wrong. Hmm. <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot happening out there in uh, in social media land. There's a lot happening across our nation. Last week we we tried to hit on a couple of things, but today I think you know we're gonna turn the ties a little bit at the second half of our show. We do have a caller that's gonna be calling in in a little bit but before we even get started into our news we're gonna do it like we always do and you know today at the second half of our show we're gonna actually be talking about how do you turn the other cheek yeah the other okay cheek. that's gonna be yeah. on the second half i think it's only be fitting to start this show off with a song by Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Okay, all right, church family. It's not like the regular old beat it type <laughs> song. It's not that. But it is one that causes us to reflect on what we need to take a look at. Hey, you are in the zone with Minister T Payne. This is Strike Talk for Christians, and we'll be back in just a moment. Make a change for once in my life. It's gonna feel real good. Gonna make a difference. Gonna make it right. As I turn up the collar, my favorite winter coat. This wind is blowing my mind. I see the kids in the street. Not enough to eat. Who am I to be blind, pretending not to see them? Need? I saw us disregard a broken bottle top and a one-man soul. They follow each other on the wind and Cause they got nowhere to go. I am 
Starting with the man in the mirror, and I'm asking that person to make a change. You know what? If we do that, life would be a lot better, wouldn't it? I totally agree. I totally agree with that. You know, we have so much to say about other people, but at the end of the day, you got to start with the man in the mirror. You got to start with yourself. You got to start with yourself. Well, you know, now we're going to jump off into our news, as we should. Right, Doc? You look like you're a little <clears throat> nervous today. What is going yeah, on? Are you yeah, still yeah, cold? No, it, I'm a, you know, I got a little chill on my shoulder, but I'm just embracing You know what? I know what it is. What is it? It's the shades. <laughs> Doc is the only person I know who has shades in the studio. Hey, when you cool like that, when you just cool like that, you can, you can be... You know, you can do that. It's a, it's a little bright in the studio today. So I said, you know what, let me just bring a little shade action in here. Because I might want to throw some shade out there. All right, well, <laughs> getting on with the news. Now, Kanye West and uh, Jay-Z said that they plan to, like, run for president. Because, hey, Donald mm. John could run for president. He could become president. Anybody can. <sighs> what you think about that? Yeah. I don't... Uh, well, let me say this. Let me just say this. If 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 it really came down to anything, my I would put my money on Jay Z more so than Kanye uh, West. Kanye West. Mm-hmm. And because Kanye you know, West didn't even vote. Yeah, he didn't vote. But not only that, I've Jay Z is a businessman. He's he's business minded. So from the perspective of that, you know, I can I can vouch for him just a little bit on that perspective you, you can vouch for him. but you know it, it's still one of those shaky kind of situations because i don't take neither one of them really serious they're well, they're just entertainers just like you know i didn't take donald trump serious we're not gonna talk about that today um, but i'm just <laughs> but uh, uh some kind of way he's there so anyway uh kanye west went on to say that he, hey i didn't vote but if i had i would have voted for trump now that's interesting. It is. That is very it is. interesting. It is. That is very interesting. Yeah, that's that's what he said. So he wow. he shocked the audience in California and said that hey, I did not cast my vote in a presidential election uh, earlier this month, but if I would have, I would have voted for Trump. But you know, here, here's my issue. This is my issue. You you got people like Kanye West, you know, who's making all of this noise. Colin Kaepernick, like we talked about last week, mm-hmm. you know, they're making all of this noise and they're trying to say, let's stand up for our people. Let's do this, that, and the other. But you're not exercising the thing which a lot of our people did not have a right to do. I feel some type of way about that. So, you know, don't come with me talking about you want our support for presidential reasons when you're not really showing true sportsmanship to exercise your true right, even mm. though you... In the, the eyes of many people, they think that the popular vote really don't matter. I guess it's so much of that, but let's hit something else that's different. Uh, there's a New York pastor who um, has become pregnant, and mm. because of her being pregnant and not actually uh, married, there are people in her congregation that wants her to get out of the pulpit. You really want me to come in on that? This is a Christian radio station. Listen, right? listen, listen. <laughs> Look, this is just, this is it. This is, this is actually Listen, news. Listen, you really want me to touch this that because you know how I feel about stuff like that. Yeah, this is news. Okay. She says she refuses to be shamed out of the pulpit. Uh, one of the chief criticisms uh, in the Christian culture is that, uh, you know, hey, you have to be married. That's just one of the things. But so she's in Harlem, New York, and Pastor Desiree Allen. She went public with her pregnancy and refused to stop preaching as a result of it. Uh, many uh, commended her, but Allen points out that male pastors often get women pregnant but can continue to preach because their indiscretion can be hidden. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence with this. Uh, what is I'm true. It's, it's, it's very much it's true. true. And I commend her. By yeah, I do. And I commend her for standing, standing her grounds on that. But on the other side of that, we have to really think about the accountability factors. There is no, there is no accountability in the church. 
period. I think that because if it was accountability in the church, things like this situation would not be as permissible or acceptable, regardless if it's a man or a woman. I'm, you know what? I get you. It's like she's saying, okay, they do it, so why can't I? Exactly. I get exactly. You. So you, you, you basically, we're telling, you know, we're telling people to practice abstinence. You know, we're telling people to wait till they get married. And then, you know, a person goes and say, you know, flaunt that they're having sex, whether it's a man or a woman. Now, you know, now, <laughs> I, I, I... Oh man, this is that's good. That's a, that's but that's a, that, topic. We're gonna yeah. have to we're gonna have to table that one. It's gonna have to actually be a topic. We have to come back to that because that hits on so many different it things. Does. It we does. We have to bring a pastor into the studio to help us decipher that particular one. It's a news article, but it actually is happening. It happened, and she's yeah. like, "Okay, I'm not gonna be shamed yeah. Yeah. and coming out of the, out of the pulpit." Yes, I I uh, had a extra, uh, you know. Um, had I committed fornication, I, I slept with someone and I'm pregnant, but men do it all the time. And so why do you want me to come out? Hey, the it, it, it's, it's true. Men yeah. don't get set down like women do. And it, hey, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, some of them get set down and just keep doing it so much. It's just <laughs> if we sat you down last year, my was going to let you stay. Anyway, again, that we're going to have to talk about that another day. The word network is under attack. Uh, Comcast is talking about taking the word network off the air. Um, and this is a someone who is a Trump supporter, from what I understand. And the word network has a lot of ministries on, a lot of minority ministries. Mm-hmm, so Jamar mm-hmm. Bryant, along with another well-known person, is going to actually go and try to sit down with the president of Comcast to have the conversation. And the conversation is, what can we do to keep this on air? Because uh, the word network is like a dying breed. It was TBN at one point, and we see that's kind of like uh, totaling down. Yeah. But now the word network is left. So it's like, hey, we need this. I, I totally agree. You know, I, I think there comes a time where, you know, uh, freedom of speech is not so free. I don't care what platform that you're on. I think a lot of times that we have to be mindful that you, even though we have these platforms, we really can't express how we truly feel unless that those affiliates or that particular station support what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the only time that it's permissible, but it's not fair. But that's just the way that it is, and we have to keep that in mind. So, you know, I, I think that conversation needs to be had because, hey, you know, a lot of people like the word network. The word network has been holding it down, you know, unlike well, TV. There's a lot of people you know, that's on the other word network. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. You a know. lot of well-known pastors that's on the word yeah, network. Yeah, But so they get a little carried away sometimes, though. Yeah, it's gonna be well. It's gonna be interesting. You have uh, the president of Comcast, and and I don't know why all of a sudden. I mean, especially if it's getting a huge response as it is, why would we want to take that off? Yeah, I I, I agree. You know, it's if it's the ratings are there, but you know, you got to think about it. They have the power to do that, and once you give people the power to say. We're going to pull this and pull that. Sometimes you just can't help it. You have to go with what's happening. Well, which is why, you know, you have to create your own. Create your own, uh, you know, your network and, and do your thing. And we always lease a lot of spaces on networks. But in the Christian community, we should have our own. We should have our uh, own. You know, um, we broadcast. Should. We should. You're absolutely correct. Well, now, I don't know if you heard about this, but there's a um, there was a, a young girl in the UK, she had cancer and she was dying. Her last wish was that her body be frozen. Mm-hmm. In hopes that once mm-hmm. science become advanced, they could unfreeze her and uh, and bring her back. Well, you know, I don't know about that. The last time we saw somebody's body got frozen was in Demolition Man. You remember that? Well, Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone. You know, so I don't too much know about that Frozen stuff. You know, they came out with a movie called Frozen, too, so I don't know. I just don't know how that going to work. But that's fiction. <laughs> uh, my point exactly. My point exactly. I don't know how, how well that is going to work. I don't know how, you know, how that's going to be beneficial. And then again, it could work. And then you got to think about what's the possibility? What's the cost? You know, is it affordable? You know, there's a lot of things to think about, but... If that's you know her wish her wishes, I hope her family can 
Come the means it. to do it. Yeah, yeah come make well, it happen. Well, yeah. they're not going to be yeah. able to bring it back, so they don't have the means to do that. Yeah. But they did yeah. freeze her body. So, uh, you know, they did like uh, antifreeze, filled her body up, took the blood out, and froze her. So all it's going to do but is just she, have her. But if she did. Yeah, she she died. So she, she ain't going to come back. No. Oh, okay. No, unless she knows Jesus Christ and and he said, "Come back, my daughter." And come back. Yeah, tap a- on the absolutely, head. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. Yeah, but it was her, her wish, and the court granted oh, it, and that's over in the UK. Mm. Well, you know, uh, we do have uh, our caller, and we're gonna patch her in in a moment, and she's gonna be the one that helps us transition into the second half of our show, and what we're gonna be actually asking her is about her experience with some things that happened here in Georgia, in Tifton, Georgia. Because, mm, mm, mm. you know, got other things that's happening with the Donald mm-hmm, Trump stuff. Mm-hmm, Some people mm-hmm. are actually experiencing this. Her name is Ivory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we get ready to patch her through. Hello, Ivory. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Not bad. Not bad at all. Thank you for joining us on Straight Talk for Christians. You're welcome. And listen, um, you know, now we, we found out about you. Uh, through social media, and we saw some of the derogatory things that actually uh, was said towards you. And we noticed that a lot of derogatory things were said towards a lot of minorities after Trump was elected. You know, people felt kind of bold. Want to come on out with that. And I wanted to know, because I saw it, and I was like, and I was taken back by what was said towards you, and I don't know you. But I said, you know what, this will make a great story for our listeners because how do, you know, we deal with this and and how would you feel if something happened like that? But I want to ask you, how did you feel when someone came at you in such a derogatory way? Honestly, I expected it because I'm from Tifton. I was born and raised there, so I know how people operate. I honestly don't think I'm above anybody, so I do believe that these things can happen to me. It was very disrespectful, but I was more offended that she felt comfortable saying this to a black man about me after I had been removed from her page. Mm-hmm. Now, the so thing I is, was, and I want the audience to know, because, you know, um, and, and, and Ira, I'm not going to put your last name out there on, on the air, but I want the audience to know uh, what we're talking about, because what did she say uh, at you? Well, it started because she made a comment about, you know, being in favor of Donald Trump. And I basically told her, as a country, we pick leaders that reflect who we are as people. So the majority of the country is godless, so they picked a godless man. And it was it's just a reflection of those people. So she told me that. She had been tired of my belly aching for so long because I act like I'm so suppressed and like I don't have anything. So she blocked me. And after she blocked me, because I told her, I'll see you at our 10-year reunion, which is next year. And she said, after she blocked me to the black man, she said, Ivory will be in the slave shack of oppressed people and we will be in the mansion for our reunion. The slave shack for oppressed people. Yes. Now, when you when you saw that, and by the way, how did you find out that she even said it? Because she blocked you. She blocked me. So one of my friends, because we all went to high school together, Tipton is small, so everybody still knows each other. So, of course, people see what's going on. And after she blocked me, one of my friends saw it, and she sent me the screenshot via text messages. And how did you feel? I laughed at it at first, but I felt like the world needed to see it because people like her do exist, and it's disrespectful. It was I felt more disrespected than anything. I know my current situation. I know it's not in the slave shack. Nobody can sentence me there. But to call someone oppressed when we have been as a people, that's very offensive. Yes, yes, oppressed and then slave shack. I don't even know. Uh, right. You know. We didn't know what slave shack was either, and we decided to look it up. Um, so it's just the slave housing, slave quarters, and maybe her family is familiar with the term. Maybe they had slaves, so I'm not sure. But they are the rich, one of the richest families in Tipton, so they're above everyone and every, you know, everything. So they feel like they can get away with everything that they do and say. You know what? And uh, and thank you, Ivory, for calling into the show because I, you know, our show today, on um, the second half of our show, is about. How do we turn the other cheek? And for me, an African-American female and a Christian, it wouldn't be that easy for me to be able to turn the other cheek if someone is saying something derogatory. But I guess we're going to figure that out on today's show. 
Thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. You're welcome. Hey, you have a blessed day. You too. Bye-bye. Well, Doc, there you have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right here in Tifton. Now, the family that went off on her owns the majority of property in Tifton, Georgia. So they're like really, really rich. And the probability that they probably were slave owners are very high. Now, when we when we talk <laughs> about, uh, you know, things of that nature, and us being uh, African-American uh, people, and some of our listeners are not, and this is no offense to our, you know, uh, our white family, but this is a conversation. We have to have the dialogue. We have to reach across the aisle and, uh, and figure out a way to still remain who we are as Christians and fulfill what we're supposed to fulfill in a spiritual matter, correct? Mm-hmm. I, I agree. So... You know, I'm not going to get into it now. We're going to go ahead and take our break now because that's going to be the transition into the second half of our show. And today's show is about how do we turn the other cheek? And what that means essentially is how do you turn away from something negative that's happened to you and not seek revenge? Hey, This is Straight Talk for Christians. This is your girl, Minister T-Pain, and you are in the zone, baby. And we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. Where's all of my praises? I want everybody around the world to put your hands together because all the praise belongs to God. Here we go.
every praise is to our God. Hey, we had to go ahead and play that song. Next week is Thanksgiving, and you guys will have Thanksgiving before we actually come back and do this show. So happy Thanksgiving in advance, church family. Every praise is to our God. Now back to our topic of discussion for the day. And before we went to break, we talked to a young lady. Her name is Ivory. And because, you know, of things that's happening in and around our state and where she's from, we definitely won't reveal her last name on our show. But she did share her story. And that is indicative of turning the other cheek. Now, Doc, how do we, when you see things like that happening, how do we turn the other cheek? And keep in mind, turning the other cheek, it, it's a, our Christian doctrine, which means responding to injury without revenge. How do we do that? Uh, um, well, this is a very touchy, 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 touchy subject for me. Well, should we should we ask for callers? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I don't even know. I, I, I think we should because I want to hear what the people have to say. But you know, to to go along with what you're saying, um, I think what it means is, you know, when you talk about turning the other cheek, it's not as easy as saying it. You know, um, I think that we preach it, we teach it. And we say this is what we should do. But I think even with turning the cheek, there's a limit that's so much that we can only take. And I think that it's a constant practice every day of turning the cheek. Constant, constant, constant practice. And what I'm talking about, I'm talking about practicing, you know, whether it's dealing with people in your family, whether it's dealing with people in the church, whether it's dealing with people on the job. For a Christian believer, it is a constant practice to turn the other cheek. And I think quite naturally, some of us <clears throat> were its fighters, its cussers, its its cutters, its shooters. You know what I'm saying? And so quite naturally, the first thing for us is not the turn of the cheek. We want to we want to get you back. You cut me, I'm gonna cut you just as hard. And so it's a constant practice. It's a constant way of living. It becomes a lifestyle um, that you have to adapt. But in turning the other cheek, it don't mean that you be ignorant. It doesn't mean that you be defenseless mm-hmm. because there is a way to fight. There's a way to go about it. Okay, I, as a way to fight. Yeah, that's that's the that's the thing. How? Because you said as a way, but how? Because I'm just going to be real. Can't we just be real, Let's church be real. family? Let's be real. You know, uh, now I'm a mom. And if someone mm-hmm. actually walked up to my son, now, you know, I'm a Christian person. You know how we go down in, in the Christian community. I'm, you know, saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized. You know, we got all these titles. <laughs> that kind of goes out the window if someone walks up to my son and, um, and violate him in any way or you know uh, I feel like they can demoralize him uh, be condescending towards him I will have a problem with that as a mom and he's in another state I either would be on the first plane moving or make a car move on empty about my baby that's just me so now the second response would be is to pray. But that would not be <laughs> my initial response about my child. <laughs> so, you you know, oh, so God. now help me, <laughs> Doc, to learn how to turn the other cheek. I think the learning process of turning the other cheek, um, T-Pain, it has to do with teaching. It comes with teaching. And, and I say this because I've worked with you a lot. I've mm-hmm. been around you, you know, in your, your personal time and stuff like that and stuff. And so I've adapted to understand what your behavior is. Mm-hmm. Um, a person may try to cut you. I'm using you as, a, as an example. Mm-hmm. But you have a way of putting it back to them in words where they don't even see it coming. Mm-hmm. You have a way of shutting the whole situation down without them even thinking that you've been emotional about the situation. And I think a lot of times we have to digress from the situation, step outside of our emotionalism, and learn how to execute the situation where the people ain't even going to see it coming. Right, right. I think we, we saw... You have to learn how to stop, well, you know what, stop, stop dropping, dropping roll. roll. 
Okay. Put the fire yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what it is. So that's literally yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, you got, yeah, you got to, you yeah. got to put the fire out first yeah. because you know uh, you're emotionally you're gonna be heated. Right. So right. you got to find a way to put that out so that you can think rationally. Right. To right. address the situation because you cannot address it from the seat of emotion. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we as Christians, we try to address it from the seat of emotions, which cause us to find ourselves in a predicament. Yes. 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 You know, I think a lot of times that we're so, we, 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 we become emotion, emotionally driven. Mm -hmm. And I think with that, you know, we do a lot of things off of emotion. Is it emotional knee-jerk reaction? Yeah, it, it, it Some of it's going to be a knee-jerk. I think it's, it's tied to both. I, yeah, I think it's an knee-jerk. Knee-jerk and emotion. Right, right. Because, you know, we, we're, we're in an atmosphere now where these this conversation is important. Yes. This conversation has to be had. Uh, we, we had to have conversations with, you know, our youth. How do you turn the other cheek? And, uh, and, and what that is. And I'm going to tell you, it's not um, progressive. It's something that happens over time. It happens over time. It does. And I think the, one of the most important things that, you know, we have to remember, Jesus was our model teacher. Any time that opposition came up against him, he did not react in the way that the, the opposition came. The key thing I have from that is, Learn how to be the example. Yeah. Okay. Of what that looks like. Now, I have had it happen to me. Well, I've learned, uh, you know, I've been on different committees, uh, the NWCP, uh, you know, SCLC. I've been on these committees. I was even a field rep for the NWCP at one point. And I had a uh, community, well, he was our committee member. He was like the head guy. Mm -hmm. And he would yell and yell and yell and yell. And I, uh, I stood there and I took it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was angry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I had some things going around in my head that were ideal to say, but I never <laughs> said those things. But you know, but it, I can say that my my son was there to watch me handle myself in a way that was indicative of what it meant to be a Christian. Although at the time, that wasn't what I wanted to do. So I'm, I'm with you. Is is being an example of what that looks like, what yeah. calmness looks yes. like, yes. and yes. Uh, and what rational looks like. Now, yes. does that calmness mean that you go back and be vindictive? No. Because I'm gonna tell you what a lot of people do, especially <laughs> women. They might not say nothing then, hey, and they act like uh, they're taking yeah. it. Yeah. And then they and on their way home. <laughs> they thinking about how they gonna. I be. got some for them. <laughs> I got some for them. You think you're going to talk to me like that? Mm-hmm. I got something for them. And they are serious about yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't think it means premeditated stuff on the back end. Right, right. You know, I think that sometimes that we we have to, we have to always remember, you know, the scripture talks about how we are to hide the word in our heart that we might not sin against, you know, God and stuff like that. And I think a lot of times, we are practicing Christians. Are we going to get it right every time? Of yeah, course some not. Some of that stuff is, is really hitting their heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, they don't took it and locked it in the closet. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? They need to let that stuff float to the top. <laughs> but when things like that come, with things like that come, we have to we have to learn to how what could happen. What are the consequences? If I act on this in that moment, and a lot of times people don't think like that. You know, they just want to get there to make sure everything is all right or whatever the case may be because we are natural protectors. We want to naturally protect. That's something that God put on the inside of us. But in that, that is a balance. We have to understand that. We have to understand that there's a balance to everything that we do, even with how protective we have to be or when to address an issue or whatever the case may be. Well, you know, <laughs> some people I don't think are walking around balanced because they, uh, you know, they just, they're too busy responding to the negativism. They're, I mean, like responding. Everything that happens is not something you should respond to. I, I agree. I think I totally uh, agree. Your, your, the level of maturity you have uh, as a Christian, not even as a Christian, but as an adult, period, is uh, by it's determined by your response. I agree. 
there are some things I'm just not going to respond to. I agree. Because it's beneath me. I agree. And so, and I, and I think turning the other cheek, part of that is uh, going to be about how you should respond and, and, and what you know that you should not respond to. You know, you're not, my mom used to tell me when I was little, you know what I named you. So it doesn't matter what they call you. And even though words do hurt. They hurt. Stop telling people that okay. they hurt. Yeah. Now, my, my mom didn't tell me that they didn't hurt. So the sticks and stones speech she did not give me. But even though words do hurt, you don't have to respond yeah. to what they're yeah. saying because yeah. you know your name. Yeah. Now, if somebody violates your space or something different, but you know your name. And, yeah. and that's it. But the thing is, how do we get past the sting? Because you just said words hurt. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about turning the other cheek. How do you get past the sting? Uh, uh, this, the thing about the sting is sometimes we can't be asinine. Can't be foolish what about it. What does asinine mean? Foolish. Oh, can't be foolish. that's a big word. <laughs> we can't how be. How do you spell that? A-S-I-N-I. N-E. Oh. A-S-I-N-I-N-E. I, I didn't know how to spell that. <laughs> I, I thought it was like with an I or something. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is that you can't, you we can't be foolish about the situations that occur. Okay, when we're talking about turning the other cheek, like you said earlier, it's not, when somebody violates your space, mm-hmm. you have a right to protect yourself, period, period. You have a right to protect yourself. Because I'm not going to allow you to come into my space and put your hands in my territory on me on any way that I feel like I'm violated. I have a right to protect myself. <sighs> but when it comes to words, mm-hmm. actions mm-hmm. for as, you know, people doing things, we have a we have a consciousness in our mind right. that say you need to respond to this situation like this. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think a lot of times we get it confused because we think that every time something happens, we got to always turn the turn the cheek. But there's, <laughs> but the the smart thing is you have to know when to respond to it, how to respond to it, and what to say to it. Because sometimes you you well, give now, the enemy I, room by responding well, yeah, to it. I think sometimes we um, we let more go than what we thought we were letting go. You don't think uh, yeah, so? I, well, yeah. you think you respond to more things? I think pe- I think we we're in a culture where we feel like we have to respond and address everything. I, I, I think it's the opposite. You, well, you know, it could be. I think it it's could opposite be. because you know now sometimes even at church, people with their titles and certain things, uh, they they guilt you into feeling like uh, you know these things are warranted that um there's some sense of entitlement <laughs> for them to you know treat you in that way uh you, you know what i'm saying i'm just saying you know like uh you know i'm such and such and recognize who i am and some of the things that we're learning in church is uh, uh is miseducating us for what's and happening I outside agree. of the I church agree. and uh, and so and, uh, people are not learning how to uh stand their ground and hold their position because in church they're getting whipped out I, I agree. You know, my thing is if you, you can't go into battle if you never really learn how to fight. Got to learn how to fight. You got to learn how to fight. And, train them up. And, and train them. And, and the thing about it is the truth of the matter, there's a lot of opposition. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you have to turn the other cheek in the church. Right. You have to turn the other cheek when when the, earth, the good usher is standing at the door and they're looking at you crazy. You got to turn the other cheek. No, it's that the good you mo- know. I know they're a little touched. So I'm not gonna pay it no more. <laughs> That's why I always say. But I'm just saying. I think sometimes as the Christian body, we have to reset. Reset. We have to come into a place of resetting. And what I mean by that is sometimes we have to refocus how we are looking at people in general in, in situations. Have you ever just thought that sometimes? Even though we're talking about how we've been hurt or how we got to learn how to turn the other cheek, but sometimes people have to turn the other cheek to us. You know, I think about stuff like that because sometimes we, we're the problem. We we could be the problem. We we ourselves could be the problem that is never getting resolved. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes when you're talking about turning the other cheek, you got to do some self reflecting. Michael Jackson said earlier, you got to you got to start with the start man in the, the man in the mirror. And that's evaluation. <laughs> 
You know, self-evaluating is, is very important. But a lot of people don't look at the man in the mirror. Because ain't nothing wrong with me. I got God. I got the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. You know, I got the Holy Spirit living on the inside. I'm perfect. Well, the, yeah, well, you know, the, the mirror <laughs> is only 98% accurate. <laughs> you know, it's, it's 2%, uh, you know, not what you see. Yes. And that's a yes. fact. So the mirror, yes. the mirror is not even 100% accurate. Uh, so there's some imperfections even in that. But, you know, we still have to, like you said, Doc, do some soul searching yes. and evaluate yes. and make sure that we're not the problem yes. and definitely uh, that we're part of the solution. However, mm-hmm. you still have not educated me <laughs> on how to deal with some of my knee-jerk reactions as it pertained to, because, you know, when we say turn on the cheek, yeah, it might be easier to do when you're dealing with people outside of your circle. Right. And right. But when it happens right. to someone that's close to you, mm-hmm. your mom, your sister, your daughter, your child, it's going to change it a little bit. It is going to change. Because the first thing is not going to be, uh, well, you know, hey, the joy of the Lord is your strength. That's not going to be your quote. I agree. You know, true story, true story. Um, you know, I got a little sister. I'm very crazy about my little sister. Those people that know. Very protective. Uh, very protective. Yes, very protective. She she had some issues at school. So, I, you know, we get phone calls or get a text or something that something was going on. And I'm ready instantly as being the big brother, the protector. Mm-hmm. I'm instantly ready to go and fight. You, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm real grown. Why I got to go to the school and fight some little kids? You, you know, I'm instantly going in that protective mode. But then I started thinking about, okay, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You are a educated young black man. Right. How do you handle this situation successfully? And so I had to digress from and that. Know, and learn how to And fight. learn how to fight right. accurately. Right. Because where it's going to make more impact. And I'm with you on that because, you know, I often tell uh, some of the people who follow me that, that I lead is that when I get angry, I become more intelligent. Yes. That's yes. what I do. Yes. That when I get yes. angry, I become more intelligent because I yes. slow down and think yes. on how I need to do yes. this. Because the person who's coming <laughs> at me want me to be yes. hasty. Yes. And so I'm not going to do that. Yes. So I'm going to research. I'm going to put my stuff together. Yes. And while they think that I'm going to respond improperly, by the time they come at me, then they're going to get got. Yes. And so you got to know how to, you know, to fight. And uh, and make sure that, you know, that you're not doing it uh, in a place that's going to ultimately try to hurt somebody physically. Mm-hmm, we don't want to mm-hmm, do that. Mm-hmm. We, we don't we don't do we that. don't we don't want to do that because a lot of times when we, when our feelings are hurt, mm-hmm. it's a natural response to act physically. And so it's not about that. I think you just got to take time to slow down. Like we said earlier, you got to stop. You got to drop it. Everything. And you got to roll out the real plan. Mm-hmm. You, you understand what I'm saying? Because in that moment, in that moment of thinking, you would see clearly really what you need to do and how you need to move forward. I think one of the hardest things in the body of Christ is that we don't take the time to talk about it. You got to have a battle buddy. You got to have somebody yeah. that you can talk to to say, look, I, this is going on. You know, whether it's I need you to pray for me or I need you to speak words. Or tell me what I need to do. We got to take that moment. We got to we got to be smart and use wisdom mm-hmm. because a lot of times our that anger and that knee jerk reaction takes over everything. But we got to take the time to stop and slow down and say, OK, I got I got to reset. That's, I got to reset. A, yeah, that's the only way you're going to be able to uh, control the situation and not allow the situation to control you. Exactly. Because exactly. if you if you don't stop and slow down, <laughs> I do. I literally have to stop and yeah, slow down. Yeah, if you yeah. don't stop and slow down. And I mean, slow down to a point that your uh, your adversary is sick of seeing you because you're so intelligent about how you respond. Adversary knows, you know, you respond in an intelligent way. They don't even want to deal with you. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sometimes we have to really turn into other cheek really has a lot to do with us. And the reason I say that, because sometimes there's something in us that the enemy knows will set us off instantaneously. Mm -hmm. And because the enemy knows that things are going to always cause us to hit that one button to act out of ourselves. Until we learn to deal with that issue, until we learn to deal with that thing that causes us to set off and it's always constantly that one thing, 
then the enemy don't have anything to fight us with once we learn to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But until we get delivered from that thing, it's going to always be an instant knee-jerk reaction. If you have issues with people talking about you all the time, you got to deal with that part of being delivered from people. That is the thing about turning it, you, you, it, 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 And it's a turning of the cheek. You have to learn to deal with whatever that issue is because I'm telling you something. The, <laughs> the thing that I'm telling you is this. When you turn the other cheek, it's always the same thing that's fighting you all the time. It's mm-hmm. nothing different. Mm-hmm. It's always seemed like it's the same issue. Whether somebody trying to run over you, you got different people in different ways trying to run over you. Whether it's somebody talking down to you, you got people on different areas talking down on you. It's that same, like the old folks say, I'm just going to say it. It's that same spirit mm-hmm. that's trying to attack you and to bring, that, bring you out of character. Until you learn to address it and deal with it, it's going to continue to come at you. Well, is it uh, deal with it or deal with the injury? Deal with the injury. Deal with the hurt. Mm-hmm. Deal with whatever caused you to have that seed planted in you. Whatever whatever that is. Whatever because, it um, is. You know, and we're, we're in a climate where so much is happening. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, not only in our churches, but in our communities and with our kids. And when they go off to school, I would encourage everybody to uh, definitely pray over your kids yes. before they go to school yes. every single day. Yes. And, uh, and plead the blood over their lives <laughs> so that yes. they would make it to and forth from home. Even the things that they might not be able to handle because they might not be having a relationship with a personal Jesus like you is to uh, instill in them that, uh, you know, what people say about them is ultimately ultimately not who they are. Right, right. You know, that they are something greater. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We sang that song when I was a little kid. That was a song. I don't remember it. I don't. I know you don't. (laughs) You remember that thermometer at the front of the church, though. Didn't I you? remember that thermometer going up. One month is up and one month is down. I was like, okay, can we get some consistency building the mm-hmm. building fund? The church ain't never got built, but you know that's neither here. Did you have the Christian flag at your church? <laughs> we had the Christian, Christian flag? flag. We had the Sunday school. We had the little, you know, the Sunday school. You know, this many people came to Sunday school, and this how much money we raised, and you know, this is the number of attendance on this Sunday. You know, different stuff like that. So, anywho, <laughs> so back, back, <laughs> look, 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 back to the topic. But you know, you you you're right. Um, you know, self evaluation that's important. Yes. Uh, you know. But you still got we preparation. You, you got to prepare. You got to prepare. One thing you said is that when you become angry, you get smarter. Mm-hmm. I think that's a result of because what you've already instilled in you. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we have to instill affirmations and things like that. You talked about speaking over your children. You know, we got to learn to speak over ourselves. We are the head and not pretend. We are what God says we are. We are the redeemer of Christ. So we have to take those things in and we have to build those affirmations. We have to take God's word and build it in us. And then we have to become knowledgeable about different things. We got to read. Yes. The body of Christ don't like to read. A lot of people don't come to Bible study. They don't. You got to have these things in you. So when the enemy comes, you wouldn't know how to respond because it's in you. Right. It's in the inside of you. And it's going to come out before you know it. You're going to be on set. You're like, where that come from? Because it's already in you. Mm-hmm. It's in you. You know, I've had people trying to insult me and I didn't realize they were trying <laughs> to insult me. Until somebody else told me. Because you've been delivered from that. <laughs> you, you understand? You don't you don't struggle with that area. No, I'll be somewhere else. Mentally, I'll be somewhere else. But like, like, you didn't hear what they said? No, what they said? They said, oh, okay, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> be somewhere else. <laughs> you know, you got a little geek side to you anyway. So, you know, I'm just saying, you don't, you might not catch it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't be catching it until afterwards. And sometimes I catch it too fast. And I come back real fast. <laughs> so, so then they'd be like, "What just happened? It was a drive-by. <laughs> Mr. T. Payne did a drive-by." But you know, which, which in in any way that we want to look at it, turning the other cheek. You know, you definitely have to. It, it can't be seeking revenge you for can't seek revenge. what somebody's done for you, no, but you definitely have no. to care for the injury, whether that's hurt feelings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whether you felt like, uh, you know, you're, you know, somebody hurt your child, you know, psychologically. Yes, yes, uh, And yes. we definitely would not, you know, advise anyone to do anything that's irrational. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what you said, stop, drop, and roll. Stop, drop, and roll. Stop, drop, and roll. And and realize that even with turn what, the other what cheek. Mean, what, what stop, drop, and roll mean again, Doc? You got to stop 
sissy situation. You got to drop it and let it go, and you got to roll out the plan. What? <laughs> Why you did that on the spot? Yes, you did. Uh. So he did that. But, yes, so, you know, because uh, you got you to diffuse it. Yeah, you got to diffuse it. The anger is the heat, yes. and you have to diffuse that situation. I, I tell you, it's going to happen more than once. It is. It is. And it's going to happen more than once. And it's going to happen more than once in this situation. And yes. and definitely we have to be on guard at all times. Yes. But if uh, if you haven't been armed, then you need to arm yourself uh, with the breastplate of righteousness yes. for real. Yes. You need to put yes. on the whole oh, armor. The whole armor. Uh, you know, uh, for real. Yes. And, uh, and be ready to walk out in the preparation of peace. Yes. So. Listen, that's about all the time we have. Yeah. I think we summed it up, though. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say one more thing. Turning the other cheek means to walk in true forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Because you can't truly turn the cheek if you're not walking in forgiveness. Yes, yes. And don't be like Doc. <laughs> don't get upset and want to uh, go to the school. Yeah. Uh, you know, my yeah. sister wanted to do that once yeah. when my son was little. <laughs> She's like, I I fight a kid. I will fight a kid about my nephew. I can attest. Yes, that was years ago. Years, years, years. And in case she's listening, I think she still got it. In in case she's still listening, it's twenty years ago. A long time ago. A long time ago. All right. So, but (laughs) anyway, Doc is absolutely right. Good words, Doc. Hey, listen. uh, Next week is Thanksgiving. Yes. I don't know. Don't eat too much of the collard greens and the dressing and the, and the, why would you do dressing in cornbread? <laughs> Isn't dressing cornbread? Got greens, beans, potatoes, Green. tomatoes, chicken, ham, beans. turkey, rabbit. Green rabbit. Yeah, you are from Twins <laughs> County, huh? The, no, I'm not. I'm Who city. I'm all city. I don't eat the rabbit. You know, people do eat rabbit. They eat rabbit. Yeah, you ain't all city. They eat rabbit. You're they not all city. I can tell you, you're not all city because you don't have a coke. <laughs> Anyway, that's all the time we have. You have been listening to Straight Talk for Christians. We'll catch you on the flip side, church family. I don't end a broadcast without saying, believe, act, and follow your destiny. Until next time, you guys have an awesome Thanksgiving. Doc, you going to say happy Thanksgiving? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy your family. He left me hanging. (laughs) Until next time, you all be blessed. You have been listening to Design Radio Ministries, a Miller, Georgia media production. Follow Minister T. Payne and Dot Bishop on Facebook at Design Radio. Also, listen to WBGA Design Gospel Radio Station online daily at www.designradio.fm. Again, that's www.designradio.fm.